1: You live from DNHQ in beautiful South Pasadena, California. This is the Blue Heaven Podcast. I almost pushed the gun button. What is going on, um, humans? My name is Clint. You can find me as Real RealFRG on Twitter and Instagram.
0: I mean, other things watch our show probably. I think my dog's watching. Uh, hola. Hola. Because dog speaks Spanish. What's up, guys? My name is Brooke. You can find me at BrookeMay3 on Twitter and Instagram. On today's show, we have to pay tribute to one of our fallen soldiers. One of our friends of the show who is no longer a Dodger, we will talk about that. We're going to talk about the trade deadline, which came and went with no major signings. But there were moves made, and we will talk about them, because uh, Mm -hmm. this is a baseball show, apparently, I've been told. We do baseball. Yeah, I've heard that. And
1: there's no Gary today, so we will be sort of more on
0: time. Hi, Gary. A little bit. uh, (laughs) Just a little bit. But we're going to talk about that. We We have a problem. We were probably more of the problem last week. Yeah, we talked a lot last week. I don't know if you guys know, but we went an hour and a half last week, and we do not usually do that. Uh, we're going to talk about some of your, uh, well, we're on a we're on a stretch. We're on a, what are we at now, 30-something games into the season? 36, Bob. I no, don't it's know 36. how many games we're on into the season, but we're going to talk a little bit about that. We're going to break it down, what they've been doing the past couple of days. They just got back from a little, like, I guess, got back from a little home stretch. They're road, back. They're home stretch. Yeah. Yeah. That that thing, yeah. Uh, we are going to talk about some records that the Dodgers break over this records. past week because uh, <laughs> they did some things and they did it in a terrible ballpark. So that's really good. We're going to talk about that as well as bubble trouble. There's playoff talk. No context there. We're just no going to call it bubble context.
1: trouble. Speaking of context, we are a podcast. Uh, that was not really a transition. But if you like um, podcasts, and um, you know, we are one of now. Uh, the lesser many Dodger podcasts around, Rip Strip. There's now one less, one <laughs> less one Dodger less. podcast. We are on iTunes, Spotify, iHeart Radio, Google Play, Pandora, all the spots you can find us. So uh, go there, subscribe to us, all that stuff, and, and it'll help us feel meaty on the inside. Um, that's a thing. Also subscribe to our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash T V. That will make Brookfield meaty
0: on the inside. It does make me feel meaty on the inside. Guys, don't forget, this is a live stream. We know you guys are watching. We want to hear from you. We want to hear your thoughts. We want to hear your opinions. We would like to hear your tears through the comments, if at all possible. Mm-hmm. So make sure you drop in. Let us know where you're repping Dodgers Nation tonight. We will try our best to shout you out because we want to make sure that we are engaging with you as much as possible because we, uh, we, uh, we like you. Jumping right into
1: them comments. we got Andre Andre Benitos' World Series Bound on YouTube. We can give him the most sacrilegious award he can get, which is an air horn, because we like the positive thinking. We are World Series Bound. Uh, A sale loner says media on the inside. That's what she said, obviously. Thank you Mm -hmm. for being a friend of the show. A couple Mm -hmm. points that way. Eric, friend of the show. Eric, uh, over, under, and how many Jim Beam shots? I've had, I have have no gym beam yet. We are honestly too scared to open any of them because then they look less pretty. They're
0: so pretty. Look at them. Yeah. Look at all these these fine soldiers lined up. There's
1: two behind Brook's head, there's two under the hidden Vinny over here, along with that. So, um, yep bvog on youtube says the bubble is a joke not letting us play at home is dumb texas is an al state which it is and he's getting ahead of it, uh, us there but that's uh, basically the narrative of that subject so uh thanks for stopping by we appreciate you guys
0: uh, Jim over on Facebook says, Howdy, boys from Nebraska. Jim is the one who uh, made me laugh very much about the, talking about Nebraska.
1: Called himself like the old boring Nebraska guy or something like that's, that. Yeah, 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 something like that.
0: But it was really funny, whatever it was. Annette over on Facebook says, Hello from Pendleton, Oregon. Hello, Annette. Thank you for tuning in with us.
1: Kate says, Mustache A plus with three of these. Three of these. These? Yeah. I'm like, hey, that's good. Press1619 on the stream. Says, Hi, I miss you guys. What's going on, man? Good to see you. Hope uh, hope you like your uh, your Dodgers moves. Uh, not, oh, well, one bad move, sort of, and uh, your Marlins moves for Marte for some I reason. I think he
0: got traded to the Padres, too. <laughs> oh, well. Oh, me, oh, my. Everybody and their mom got traded to the Padres. So that's good.
1: Hatfield's in the stream, of course. Katie says, uh, Chicken Strip is gone. Can the world stop making me sad lately? The fuck? Fa- I know. It's, it's very... It's big time sad times here, and we're going to get there in a we little We like bit. to cry, you know? It's just
0: figured we just get all of <laughs> our crying out in mm-hmm. 2020, so that way for the year's future we don't have to do any more. I really appreciate that world. We appreciate that. Uh, Juice Lee over on Periscope says, Hola, Papi, Brooke, and Clint. <laughs> What's going on, my <laughs> big dog? Turn of the show, Deborah says, "Nice haircut, Brooke." Deborah, thank you for noticing. You know, not not enough people comment when I get a haircut, and I'm very proud of it. And you know, it's a lot of hard work. You got to go all the way to your barber. He's got to cut your hair outside because that's the world we live in now. Mm-hmm. And uh, I hate haircuts. And uh, and it, you know, it feels good. Look good, feel good. You uh, drink me to dri- driving. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I, yeah, I understand that. Uh, Erica uh, says that he plans to distract us. So. Should we just Look take forward no Eric comments today? <laughs> just don't respond to so any of
1: no because then he'll re- put a lot of comments. Absolute sadness. Universe. Roach is in the stream, our good friend Roach. Uh he says my 2-year-old daughter, 2-year-old uh, daughter watches you but she doesn't really have a choice. So it's good to force them into the show. Young, that is that's still a, that human. a
0: human. I think kids are technically humans so <clears throat> even though they don't act like it.
1: <laughs> well, you know, when in Rome. All right guys, uh let's let's dig into it. Weekend review. So I was gone this weekend enjoying life for the first time in quite some time. And we're
0: proud of you for that. It was... Uh, you
1: know what? I, 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 I didn't burn as much What's as I What's it like out to. there in the world? Wet. Oh, I man. got on my WAP. It was oh, a wet-ass pontoon. I
0: see. I see what you did there. You can, yep. That's good. Oh,
1: thank you, thank you.
0: But while you were gone on your pontoon, the Dodgers had a little bit of a road trip. A little bit of one. Mm-hmm. And they finished up four and two on their road trip. They, uh, uh, you know... To walk away from any road trip with a winning record feels good, right? But also losing two of those games to those teams a little, a little hairy.
1: Yeah, rough. Still, they still maintain their uh, record of no lost series this season. Now that I've said that, it's probably going to happen this week because we haven't really, we haven't really said it open air. No, everybody else has.
0: We haven't. uh, I haven't said it really anywhere, but. uh, I mean they lo- they they lose a game to the Giants which I mean let's just let's just call it what it is. The Dodgers are going to lose to the Giants this year every once in a while. Yeah. It's just going to happen and it's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. Uh losing a game to the Rangers didn't feel right. Um not that it wasn't necessarily right. that they lost a game in them to, in general, it's that they lost to Mike Miner and then smashed on Lance Lynn, yeah. which is really just backwards and it, you know, sums up 2020 perfectly so I, I appreciate that guys, but they Remain the best team in baseball by about a game and a half. Coming into today, they're the best in the NL by quite a bit. Mm -hmm. And they Mm -hmm. are first in the West, five games up in the Padres. The Padres just got a lot better, but realistically, did they get better? I mean, technically they got better. Yeah, they got better. Technically they did.
1: They also, as we mentioned earlier in the show, the Dodgers did become record setters. They recorded their 11,000th franchise victory, which is... um, Go ahead. A lot. So, uh, uh going to do 11,000. Yeah, a lot yeah, more. Yeah, a lot I, I we're going to be here for we, a while. We needed some time. They also got this, uh, National League home run record for most in a month. It was like 50, 60 something. Uh, a, a good number of them. But where do you stand on that? Before we get into the trade deadline stuff, before we get into the Ross stuff, because we lost a, a dear uh, friend of the show of ours today. Um, how do you feel about this home run record? National League home run record in the season where the DH um, exists.
0: Uh, you know I'm interested to to find out what fans think about this because it's a. It, was, it seemed we, like it was a heavy topic. It did, but then you look at it and you're like, "Is this really actually a big deal?" Because you you start thinking about it. And it, it was really good good timing on that one. Um right. right. You, you look at you Threw look at the here. records, and it's like the top five, three of the top five have all come in the last three seasons or something like that. Home runs have been on the rise for a very long time. Obviously there's the juice ball that played into a little, played mm-hmm. into it a little bit. We're going to say just, a little bit, but a bit. it's, it's a different game that we're playing. Home runs are just a part of the everyday process. And so if you're looking at it and you're saying like, whoa, you know, you hit broke the home run record. You're like, yeah, that's really cool. Like you look at that and you're, I mean, even my wife was like, that's a lot of home runs for a, for a month. And if you guys don't know, she doesn't really watch baseball except with me. Mm-hmm. It is impressive. It it it's a number. Uh, Mookie Betts it was like, a even Mookie Betts was like, I don't care. Oh, yeah, either. I mean that's cool. I I don't really care, but he is just that guy. Like he, no matter what he does, you know, when he got his one thousandth hit, <laughs> it was like, hey, how do you feel? What is he? he's like? Yeah, yeah, I'm just looking for World Series rings. Yeah. Like I don't, you know, it's he's, great. I appreciate it. He but. is
1: very much uh, staunchly stood behind that over and over. It's World Series rings. I'm here for ring, not ring, rings. That's all he cares about. Uh, you know, in the same way, it's kind of the same breath you can talk about Clayton Kershaw. Kersh has said time and time again over his decade plus in the league I don't care. I'll look at the personal stuff when I'm done with my career. I care about the team, I care about the team winning. And. Yeah. You know, he he picked up a record along the way too last He did. Week.
0: Yeah. I mean, he's he's uh, the most uh, the
1: winningest left-handed pitcher in Major League history, I think by winning percentage. By winning percentage, yeah, yeah. which
0: people were very not happy about being reported. <laughs> it, <it's, laughs> they were like he's not the all-time he doesn't have the all-time most wins, but in terms uh-huh. of percentage he has the best. It's it's mm. he even said it. He's like I just have played on a lot of good teams. That, you know, just, mm-hmm. it kind of just ended up that way. I don't really know what else to say The sale loaner says
1: uh, the record is tainted, stupid DH. Um, I I kind of side more that way. The DH does play a big role. I don't know how many home runs. We probably should have looked into this. If anybody's out there who has uh baseball reference or <laughs> – or that one guy fangraph opened. that fangraph guy yeah <laughs> uh to, i don't know how many uh homers that have come via the dh from la this year but it does make a difference either way because if more guys are getting on bases more opportunities for at bats all that kind of stuff so it plays either way edwin says valid record but still an asterisk on it i don't i mean that's yeah i, don't I mean know if you can
0: I, I don't know if it's necessarily that. an asterisk it's more of just like a does it I mean, does it really matter? Is it something that you're going to talk about for a long time? No, it's probably one of those things no. that you're going to reference as like a random trivia thing with your buddies when you're drinking 25 modelos and some Jim Beam <laughs> later. Uh, other than that, there's not a whole lot to it. I mean, it's a cool <laughs> record. I think it's great. Yeah. I personally, I I hate, home, I hate home runs. Like, I hate that. I don't really like what baseball's become. I'm a small ball guy. I like pitching duels. I like that kind of thing. hmm so we it is I what it is, small but boss, yeah. thank you, I appreciate that. Uh, with that being said, the it's personal. Cool. It's, it's something to. It's something as a Dodger <clears throat> fan in 2020. To be like hey i can hang my hat on this at least i didn't get to go any dodger games i didn't get to buy any micheladas i didn't get to enjoy games with my friends i didn't get to have fun because fun doesn't (laughs) exist in this world anymore but at least my dodgers broke the single home single season single month home run record at least there's that yeah fredo over on youtube says the same thing he says records mean little without rings this team has to be all about the rings yeah and
1: we're at that point yeah to to kind of complete that that whole thought process on that it's It can go both ways where, yeah, it is cool to have that record, but it's also um, somewhat tainted. It's somewhat an inaccurate record, but it's not because that's how baseball is now. In the same way we've had the conversations about what's the the value of a World Series win in a 60-game season, well, that's the equal playing field. That's what everybody has, you know, I think— all while well, it's a National League record, but all the other home run records have been set by AL teams because they have DH. Now we're evening, evening the playing field. Things work out that way. But I was going to say we don't, we don't. It was a, a huge debate back in those days. You know, back in uh, Gary's day, who's not Gary's with day. us today, but um, <laughs> he's no longer with us. <laughs> you know, the the Roger Maris home run record when he what hit sixty one, who beat a uh, beat Ruth's what was it fifty some odd or fifty nine? I forget what the number was. Much. I wasn't there. It was not there, all the way back in them days. But that was a huge narrative, a huge talking point. Now, no, it's not. It's it's Big Mac's record or whatever. No, I mean it's uh um, the other guy, uh the big head one. The one with the big head? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Barry Bonds. That's his record. He earned it the old-fashioned way, steroids, just like
0: just like we all do. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I think that's it that we want to talk about on the home run record. Uh Yeah. I don't want to spend too much time on that. Next, we got to talk about something (sighs) important guys. This is, uh, if you guys have been with us for any period of time, if you've been a friend of the show for more than a year, maybe even Uh a little less than that, you know, that we have known to love Ross Stripling over the, over the course of the past year, we've gotten to know him very well. He's been a a guest on the show a couple of times now. he's, Mm -hmm. Been a guy that we get to talk to probably more than anybody else, and he is one of the more welcoming people in the, in all of baseball, I would say, as a player. Has his own podcast, so he definitely understands the struggles that go along with that, so he's super helpful with people. You all right?
1: The hat. Oh, okay. Big Swing Podcast. Big
0: Swing Podcast. Um, and so the Dodgers today made the decision – at. Not even the the eleventh hour. We're, we're like the fifteenth hour. We're, yeah. we're we're way past it. It's not, it came in a lot later than everything else. But the Dodgers made a decision to send our beloved chicken strip to uh, Toronto slash Buffalo since they're playing in uh in Buffalo now. The so Toronto
1: Blue Jays of Buffalo. Get he right. is
0: a Buffalo chicken strip, mm-hmm. if you will. Um, and that that uh, I I wanted to get your feelings on it from a from an emotional standpoint and then from a baseball standpoint cuz from an emotional standpoint obviously I love Ross I've really got to know him well over the past year or so he's mm-hmm. been nothing but respectful and yeah. I you know I said it on Twitter he's a guy that just makes you feel really important mm-hmm. even if you're not like we yeah, are not you. very important people and when he talks to us it's like we're Ken Rosenthal I'm like dude thank yeah. you, I appreciate that I th- thanks for the attention thank you for your time all yeah,
1: that I think you you hit the nail on the head there on your uh Twitter account at @brookme3 on Twitter check him out but um my my gut feeling my my uh you know is the closest we have to like a friend who's a we can kind of we've you know had beers with him we've shot the shit with him and all that kind of stuff but we've also picked his brain about different things so my initial reaction was that of a sad, sad trombone it, it it sucks but uh, on the baseball front it it made a lot of sense um He got his leash he got his run if anything in a in a 60 game season he got more run than i wouldn't say deserved but than expected right and it just it it, nothing ever it didn't really mesh with him even if the pitches were good and he you know he was staying saying quite often that his pitches felt good he felt really close um we didn't get too much of that feeling and the era didn't give too much of that feeling and uh You know, while there was probably time to kind of play around with it uh, in terms of how far ahead the Dodgers are, it just it made sense Um, logistically for both parties. The Dodgers were going with Tony Gonsolin and Tony has absolutely earned that spot, still officially has not given up an earned run this Season, if I'm not mistaken, I don't know if they charged. Yeah, he, the, yeah. he got charged with it. Yeah, so he okay. Won. So one earned run in like twenty some odd innings or nineteen innings pitched this year. Um, Tony's been fantastic. Tony's earned that spot. Same way Dustin May has taken Alex Wood's spot. Dustin May is probably very likely your National League rookie of the year, and I'm thinking in the next week or two we should probably talk about awards again or, or re up on that, but. The way uh, Andrew Friedman talked about Ross today, it was the right move because you can't just—they could not move him back to the bullpen. It would not be fair to somebody that's meant so much to your organization. Where I feel really bad for the dude is that this is, well, since you know seventeen, this is the most likely uh, World Series potential champion uh, team. Probably could have said that all better. This team has the best chance to win a World Series this year, and it's and it sucks that he's not going to be a part of it. He'll he will be a part of it. He's he played a role. He ate up a lot of innings. Uh, he was our best starter at the beginning of the season for like two or three games. But uh, as Friedman said, this was an extremely difficult. Uh, It was extremely difficult moving Ross. He's absolutely a major league starting pitcher and has a lot – has been a function of just kind of the timing, the the bad timing of it. So he said uh, they were looking out to next year. And, you know, you see D-May needing – innings needing space you see David Price coming back most likely next year you see Tony Gonsolin being ready but also you got friend of the show Josiah Gray who's somebody who's there Mitch White has got what one two innings all season after being called up a couple of times Ross was the most expendable and while he would have been an upgrade in the bullpen over somebody like Dennis Santana who's struggling right now uh, he doesn't deserve that. He deserves an opportunity to go out there, get his innings, get his numbers, get his money. Dude's thirty now. You can't just keep you know
0: using him the way they have been. You got his money. He got his money. He got his money. Smart guy there. Um, yeah. yeah people of. are people are sounding off in the comments, but uh, to quote a great poet, uh, "That shit hurted."
1: I don't know. I don't, I, even, I don't even know if there is one in there. That's this. Just-
0: uh Just yeah, I mean you, you can see it in the comments a lot of people, you know, talking about the realistic side of it. Yeah, he had a pretty down year. Yeah, there probably <clears throat> wasn't a spot for him. Yeah, he was not going back to the bullpen, but when you look at it from an emotional standpoint, from a fan standpoint, it sucks. You know, it sucks yeah. to, it sucks to lose that guy. It sucks to lose that personality. Mm-hmm. Arguably one of the better if not no, I'd say the best baseball podcast of players for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh there are other ba- players podcasts and they not good. No. Dude, dude, uh, it's dude hard it's money. hard to put that much time into a podcast when you're a professional baseball player but uh <laughs> yeah he definitely found some time to do it he did a very good job of it along with uh along with his buddy over there mr cooper another friend of the mm-hmm. show um so we're gonna miss them i mean we'll we'll still talk to cooper we'll still be friends with cooper probably i mean they're both friends of the show now
1: we just have a friend of uh you know whenever we play toronto it, whenever, yeah, yeah. whenever
0: that happens again because that's never happened yeah <laughs> so you know he, he's <laughs> definitely gonna be missed but like you said it's gonna play up long term uh Tony was the first thought that I had. I was like, "Well, this is this is just mm-hmm. a move for Tony because you got you got Bueller, who's." going to be back on his next rotation uh, as soon as he can come off the injured list mm-hmm. it sounds like he's going to be back you have Alex Wood who's on his way back probably sort doesn't of. deserve like a spot anywhere but somehow is on his way back and I don't even know what they're going to do with him when he gets here
1: he deserves an opportunity to get uh to get an opportunity he does
0: and then you have Julio who's Julio is arguably struggling but also his numbers would tell you that he's not it's, it's just weird. he's in a weird spot yeah. right now because he's not making it deep into games and he's not getting the opportunity to get crushed uh, <laughs> so I think Dave has really managed him very well in the sense of like hey you're not on it today I'm pulling you let's get out of here mm-hmm. with that being said there's a lot of dudes that could still be in the starting rotation and be very good uh, we also forget that David Price is coming back next year yeah. that's another side of it <clears throat> that we haven't even considered I wanted to know were you surprised that they didn't not that they didn't land a big pers- a big name I wasn't expecting them to land a big name I was like maybe they'll land Lance Lynn but probably not were you surprised that they kept around so many of their guys that uh, are in their final year like yeah, the Pedro Baez is the Jock Peterson's, the Kike Hernandez is of the world.
1: Baez is on the IL. He wasn't going anywhere. Right. But at some point, he's going to play a role in this bullpen. If you're going to move him, you were probably going to want to try to move him for a bullpen guy. There was, you know, the. While he wasn't necessarily ever linked to LA, yeah, there was the Josh Hader in the news sort of thing. Uh, I think that would have. Hader made less sense uh, for the club because there are so many really good left-handed pitchers in the uh, the the relief core. So it's just kind of weird. I mean, obviously you don't want to say, "Hey, I don't want somebody who's an elite arm." But at the same time, kind of dealing with the baggage that comes along with it even if you know he has done some stuff right. to rehab his image and all that. <clears throat> there's just not enough uh there's not enough out there for people to to have get got that that image, you know, the the court sort of I don't know if it's a paradigm shift with him or whatever, but that would have been one of the few. Maybe, like, I was messing with Gary earlier online, like, the idea of getting Archie Bradley because there was more of a need of right-handed relief. But imagine that, Archie. I I I shit myself
0: Bradley. I would not sit well with Archie Bradley. I do not like Archie Bradley uh, at all. The Dodgers
1: (laughs) made the best move they could, which was not bringing anybody in. Their moves were already made when they got Mookie, (laughs) When they got bruisedar and inexplicably uh jake McGee
0: ah. that worked somehow somehow their move of the deadline was calling up a top prospect to come play second base and get mm-hmm. right handed pitchers. What do you know about that
1: so i didn 't see a whole lot of Lux this weekend because I was uh having fun.
0: you know how did he look not good he 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 looks scared he he looks uh <sighs> He looks like you would imagine a top prospect to look in his first couple of weeks in the big leagues. The difference being, he 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 played last year, in the last month, it's, and in the playoffs, and mind in the you, playoffs, my, yeah. with fans, mind you. A uh, couple of couple of knocks so He's and a dinger in the, play, he's, he's the ste- I, Maybe the, you guys in the comments have noticed noticed this a little bit, but he's in between pitches, taking a step out of the box, taking a really big breath to gather himself, and then stepping back in, not taking a ton of hacks, and then he also. Uh, let the bat fly and uh, went to the screen. So that's a pretty good sign of a guy who's pressing or nervous. That tends to happen when you're a little, a little, little bit timid of, uh, rookie. Yips, a little bit, yeah. But you know, he he collected his first hit. He's been hitting the ball. He's been putting the barrel on the ball, which is good. Uh, that's a start. But uh, he's gonna he's gonna need some he's gonna need some more time. He's not gonna just pop into place all of a sudden.
1: Do you think it's something where
0: uh, maybe they overhyped him in the off season a little bit? I mean, maybe I he mean, was around, you know, the fact that the fact that he came up on the team so late, uh, mm-hmm. so late after and then, such a huge season in the minor leagues and then stayed with the team through the playoffs. That almost, by the way, never happens. I mean, Corey Seager didn't do that either. You know, you think about big names, you're like, Oh, well, Corey probably did that. No, he came up with the team in late in September and did pretty well, but didn't stay up. Yeah. You think about that. And then you're like, maybe, maybe, maybe they put too much on him. Maybe that's too much weight on one guy, a young guy. <clears throat> um, Especially a guy who performed so damn well during his minor league career, mm-hmm. like he was just crushing the ball. So he might need a little bit of time. He's he's yeah. going to need to straighten up a little bit.
1: Yeah, I think he probably even put a lot of pressure on himself, like right. to be a almost twenty two year old or whatever. You barely you had less than a month of major league time under your belt. You're going out making YouTube channels and getting haircuts on it and working right. out. You might have overdone it a little bit.
0: And then the fact that he, you know, <clears throat> There's nothing does- wrong with
1: branding. Players p- need to brand themselves better.
0: Cooper jumped in and said, noted Astros and Dodgers fan, turned Blue Jays fan. You're just the international Major League Baseball fan, Cooper, and we're very proud of you for that, and you're going to be real good at sports. You know, <laughs>
1: Cooper pointed out that he he uh, he has to travel to Toronto a few times work uh, for work a year, so that works out for him, there but where are you at on the Buffalo scale? Because <laughs> Strip's going to Buffalo.
0: Toronto Blue Jays of buffalo. You really got to watch the whole show, Cooper.
1: <laughs> anyway, um I want to take a minute here just to kind of shout out uh things that that help us. So, uh check out gearup.la. We got to remind you the Houston Astros are coming to Los Angeles in what, a week, two weeks? Oh yeah. Less than. So, why not go get yourself a nice Joe Kelly nice swing bit shirt? And and yell at them from that hill where people are going and not social distancing in the background. Not
0: social distancing in the background.
1: Be smart if you're going to do anything like that. There's also some people that are trying to like rent a, a an airplane that that has a flyer or something like that, a flag on the back. But the best way to to crap all over them Astros is to get yourself a nice swing bitch shirt
0: from GearUp LA. Yeah, Um, instead of buying something that has the actual Astros logo on it to spite them, how about something that has the Dodgers on it? (laughs) There
1: you go, yeah. Our best friend and friend of former Dodgers pitcher Ross Stripling, (laughs) Joseph Kelly, who will also not be ready for that series, by the way.
0: In a roaring stadium... Their silence is deafening. One hundred and thirty-six Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. Bring them home. Bring them
1: home. Other trades, other things that happened in this, uh, this kind of it, the eleventh hour uh, into twelfth and thirteenth, fifteenth. Uh, it got a little, got a little weird. Got a little out there. I don't like it. There was that conversation, like late. In in the game where the Dodgers were making a push at La Land, it, it never, it didn't mesh with me. It didn't make sense. I didn't think they were ever going to do that. But <sighs> the Padres won the trade deadline. I want your uh, noted Padres, um, Stan, oh, over here. Yeah. Uh, brook me three. Where
0: where well, do you well, stand? Look, guys, they got this? Mike Clevenger, so we're done for. There's no way we're going to survive this. They're with going his... to the World Series 43 days, 43 years in a row. So there's <laughs> no way. <laughs> Uh, here's Clev the and thing Paddock with their like, here's the thing. over five fips. Chris Paddock is garbage. He just, he is a <clears> terrible <throat> pitcher this year. If you want to, if if you're telling me that your game one, two, and three starters are Mike Clevenger, Chris Paddock, and Garrett freaking Richards, or whatever, Lemet, maybe you throw Lemet in yeah, there Lamette, too. Doesn't it doesn't guy. matter. It doesn't matter. You're going to get crushed. There's no way. The, here's my thing the. <laughs> The Padres' approach to this was, you know what? We really need arms. And they got Clevenger. Congratulations. He's not a top arm. He's maybe a number four or five starter on a bad team, uh, which he is on. (laughs) Their approach was, maybe we should just score more runs instead of getting defense and pitching to stop the runs let's just score more runs so they got nola nola's a good pickup for them by the way it's i think that's probably pickup. my favorite pickup for them all. mitch Moreland, <laughs> another really big pickup for them because he's consistent but that's about it
1: well i mean i wouldn't call him consistent because he's in the middle of the greatest year of his career right now he's hitting what like 320 some odd he's got nine
0: dingers he's a guy that comes through in big situations though. i'll that's give you the that and
1: he's a upgrade in all aspects over Eric Hosmer, Ugh. the overpaid, terrible acquisition that those Padres made, uh, the guy who, with his ill-gotten gold glove or gloves, I don't many, I don't know how many he has, but he whatever, have them. he's not, he should not very have good. Them. So Moreland is actually a good first baseman that helps all around. I don't know enough about Nola's defense at catcher. I know either way they're probably going to take a step down over Austin Hedges because I do was a beast with the glove. Um but also, he couldn't hit his weight,
0: no. so he could only hit off Kenley. That's it. The, those were his. Those were his terms. You look at that, and you look at the guys that they've acquired, and obviously, they've gotten a few good arms. They've a few good arms. They've gotten a few good bats. They've they've changed things up a little mm-hmm. bit. I still just don't see any way that the Padres compete with the Dodgers long term. I just don't see it happening. There's there's too much riding on hot streaks for them. A lot of their guys are currently on hot streaks, which is why they're doing so well. So when those guys come off, you're gonna go back to a roughly an average, a league average team. You're not gonna be much more than that. They're gonna make the playoffs. Yeah. Like there's no doubt about that. You look at the National League West, and you're like, well, the Diamondbacks pretty much sold off. Like they pretty yeah. much decided, hey, we're not competing this year. The Giants, for some reason, think they can compete this year, <laughs> uh, and you know, kudos to them for that. Um, the Rockies, another team that think they can compete this year, they won't. Uh, yeah, it's, who the, it's rocks, gonna,
1: the rocks? got Pilar and somebody else, or just Pilar? Uh, they got
0: a pitcher, I forget who, but they got Pilar. That's their that's their big get of the trade deadline. So Arizona going on to Arizona, they they ship Archie Bradley off to uh, Cincinnati. So Archie is a Red, mm-hmm. which is fantastic for him. Good job, Archie. You're going to a contender. Yeah. You're going to a team that can actually play. Reds need uh, terror. they need pitching help so bad. Robbie Elite Ray pitching. goes to Toronto. He's one of those guys that. Um, I think would profile better as a reliever when I look at him. i kind unless, of thought that
1: unless he's starting against, the Dodgers, yeah, he's starting against, against yeah. the Dodgers, yeah.
0: Throughout his career, I've kind of always seen him like, "Hey, that guy would be pretty good reliever." He's having a rough year. No, don't really don't don't, year. don't let him fool you on that. He's having a rough year, but I've I've seen a lot of people say that the numbers maybe not be representative of him. Mm-hmm. So him and Ross might be competing for a fifth starting spot. So that'd be interesting if Ross gets traded over there and has
1: to compete for a role.
0: They're about to get, they're about to catch him hands. Oh, dude. I'll, I'll come out to Toronto. I mean, uh, the other one, Buffalo. Buffalo, my bad. Uh, and then, more importantly, they they ship Starling Marte off to the Marlins, yeah. which was shocking. A a surprise, weird. and P weird, <laughs> <laughs> very very weird. Uh, yeah. And then you know, Colorado gets Pilar. A little yeah. bit of a shakeup in the National League West. <clears throat>
1: yeah, Toronto picks up three starters with, with Ray and Strip, and uh, who was the other guy? They got another human body pitcher man whose name escapes me at the moment. Uh, that one, yeah. yeah. They, I mean, they they did things. They made their their stuff. Um, but obviously the Padres, in terms of things that the Dodgers care about, even though we don't necessarily care about them in the division. Yeah, I I hope that that it really helps because I think it would be a lot more fun and exciting to have the the final couple weeks. There's three more games. I think the Dodgers played the two with Houston and then go to. Um, be at that, that place yeah. for three in San Diego. Uh, LA Sports Report, thank you. la com. Taiwan Walker went to the Jays, too. Thank you, Daniel. Um, but the the Padres did make some really good moves. Did you uh, cut yourself over there, Chief? I did, yeah. Proud of you. Thank you. Clevenger is a good move to help them out just because even if he's not as good, there's so much hype around him, and he is a good pitcher. He does have a, a, a very good upside, and he has a few... More years of team control, even though he's gonna get really pricey over there in San Diego. He he gives them that that feeling of of um feeling more important, I guess. You know, they're gonna feel like they they made their club that much better because they went and got a air quote
0: bona fide ace. Yeah, I mean whatever Padres fans need to help them sleep at night. But uh, I, I just thought it was really funny after the day-to-day to see the number of, of Padre fans that are like, hey, we're on the same level as the Dodgers. Yeah. It was like, yeah, yeah on, you're, not, you're not, man. On Twitter, it went, it went a little bad. It, it was pretty bad. funny to watch. And you, we'll let them have this one. We'll let them enjoy their day before we ruin it. Importantly, on, on
1: Twitter right now, Chicken Strip is trending in California. So, Ross, you are loved. Uh, and we you will it. be missed. We did it, Reddit. Trevor Rosenthal went to San Diego. Is that Kenny's brother? Yes. Yeah. Good move. Quality move. I don't know if that's better, though, than Cal Quantrill, who's done good Goodly. out of their pen and, and moving around in the past. So. They
0: also got the uh, that Taylor Williams boy over there from uh, Seattle. <laughs> so they're really
1: bolstering that bullpen. Press 1619 says these Padres fans are delusional. And that is a... Uh, we can give that a Jim Beam hot take. I should convert Paddock to a
0: reliever. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I
0: mean, you the, gotta get up in that Hey, his, his his Gary. Gary,
1: make sure you you link add his yeah at <laughs> him at Padres hashtag. This
0: plays up better out of the bullpen than it does in the starting rotation. I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. Well, I should be a manager.
1: Yeah, there are, uh, there are a lot of people call that me, are very sad B- right Brooke now Tingler. about the uh, <laughs> the chicken strip. On, online, but that's also just a lot of people that are posting about literally chicken strips. Actual so, chicken strips? Yeah. yeah. I mean. The internet is a confusing place. Uh, back to you in the studio.
0: <laughs> and, and we like chicken strips.
1: They still have not said who uh, they got in return for stripling, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. I will
0: do that. It's players to be named later, which uh, mm-hmm. in this particular case probably means that there is somebody not on the 60-man roster Mm -hmm. that they're trying to get, and you cannot trade somebody not on the 60-man roster right now. It's true. So that player would likely be named after the season. Once Literally (laughs) the day after the World Series ends, they're allowed to name that player. If you guys don't know how players to be named later works, oftentimes what it will do is the team making the trade will give them a list of players that they can choose from, and then they can pick out those players. That's how it lurks a lot of times. Not every single time. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of things discussed. It sounds like that they got the Dodgers got a prospect, according to Andrew Friedman, that they got a prospect that they've been looking at for a while, and they like what he can do. Tr- That's all he said about him. Which, if Andrew Friedman likes him, I yeah. like him. I I trust kind, little Landy F. <laughs> kind of, yeah. kind of a little bit of an insult to the other one because he didn't say anything about the other one. But hey, and the he rest. got their guy. <laughs> uh, yeah. So it sounds like maybe one guy not, that is on the sixty man roster or in maybe in the top 30 prospects i don't know what it's going to end up being somebody said like the number seven prospect and i was like i don't think you're getting a number seven prospect for chicken strip but hey 2018
1: at national league all-star just saying whatever just, I, don't, I don't know but just that being
0: said you're going to get some sort of future prospects some guy who's going to help us longer <clears throat> before, not we, Nate Pearson.
1: before we get into a little bit more around the league i want to jump into the comments because i see a good one right here that i want to help out we got over on periscope we got what Asked, oh. has there been any news on Edwin Rios? Does he still have an injury? I haven't seen him. Yes, Eddie is fine. He probably should, be should have been week. back already, but he uh, can and will be back as early as Tuesday, tomorrow, today. If you're listening to the podcast on the day it releases, if you're listening to it a day afterwards, it would have been yesterday. You can figure out the math from there. Chances are you see Eddie back this week, dropping some long dongs into the night home runs, that is.
0: Yep. Good job there. Uh, a little bit around the league. We're going to jump around the league a little bit because other stuff happened. We have to talk about trades all over the place. Things Chicago happen. got the better. Cubs. The Cubs. Uh, how would you describe their bullpen before today?
1: Ooh, hot flaming garbage trash. And how
0: would you describe it now? Hot garbage. Okay, so a step <laughs> up. They moved up. They a moved up in the world. a couple rungs. A couple wrongs. They picked up Archie. They
1: got Andrew Chafin. Uh I don't know what a Josh Osich
0: is. Um Osich is a Red Sox guy who throws the baseball.
1: Yeah, they got a couple of lefties and Archie Bradley. They also picked up off the scrap heap AJ Ramos who was released by the Dodgers last week from the training site because Really sad about that. Well, I mean, we've heard from Dave uh last week a lot about it that he just I don't I, Dude, he's been out of baseball for like 2 3 years. He has
0: not played baseball in a while.
1: Sure, he looked good on his promo videos, but you know what they say about the internet—you can make everything look good. He looked good on summer camp
0: in his <laughs> 1.1 innings.
1: Ooh, sign me <laughs> like up! It's the checks notes angels. <laughs> yeah, he wasn't gonna crack the the Dodgers, so give him a
0: chance over there. We'll see how that goes. I don't think. Uh... My favorite part of the trade deadline is the fact that the Angels became sellers in all the wrong ways. Mm-hmm. That was my favorite part. Mm-hmm. They didn't sell off their guys that could have got them back premium talent. They sold off guys that didn't <clears> matter. <throat> they kept Dylan Bundy. They kept Andrelton Simmons. They kept uh, everybody else, but they sold off Brian Goodwin. They sell off Tommy Lastella, and they sell off uh, Jason Castro. So, <laughs> way to go, guys. You know, you got better. Um uh I don't
1: have an all I do is win 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 button but, on here. But
0: that's the button right there. That uh, is that is the button. That's my favorite part because the Angels are always gonna be bad at baseball.
1: <laughs> Spring Blur on YouTube says Cubs got the legendary Josh Osich. Josh Osich. That's Legend. a hard name to say. Yeah. Especially when your mouth's like kind of like speak dry. English. Dry. Was up in the mountain for the weekend. I also have to defend uh, my and or our honor. Huh? Gregory on Facebook says Did you just grab a white claw If you did hand in your man card No We don't drink white claws Unless they're around But This is a Covered up By Jim Beam Hold on wait wait By By my fancy Jim Beam sleeve here Koozie if you will This is a Modelo I do that Yeah And this Is Monster Zero Ultra With A splash of Bucana Because I wanted to get rid of them
0: yeah, we are a big Modelo show around here. So if you know anybody at Modelo, we yes. would like to partner with them and Jim Beam.
1: <laughs> I got the Jim Beam logo. I could put the, the. Well, I can't cover up Vinny, so I'll have to figure it out. I'll just get rid of you. Just right here. Yeah, let's cut you out. Yeah.
0: I don't need to be anywhere. <laughs> In a roaring stadium. Their silence is deafening. One hundred and thirty six Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring
1: them home. Bring them home. But uh, yeah, that, that was that was basically it. Katie already nailed it by saying we have Bruzdar, so we automatically win everything.
0: Yeah. yeah. She's not wrong. Those are F A X facts. Yep. Yeah. She's not Big wrong. Big facts. Yeah. Bruiser, good kid, friend of the show.
1: Which is another way, again, that's how we won the trade deadline, by having
0: Bruiser already. We're good. We're we, just good. Of, we just got ahead of schedule, guys. That's, a, that's all we did. We're really proud of us. Uh, I don't know. What is your opinion? Were you happy that the Dodgers really did nothing, or would you have liked to have seen more done? Obviously, chicken strip aside, we're not going to talk <coughs> about that because we yeah. already did. But considering what they did not do, were you okay with it? It it was
1: the right move. You already had the 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 players you needed. Your your trade deadline happened before the season, like I already mentioned earlier. You had Betts. Right. You got Bruce Dar You got the unexpected, uh, unexpectedly really good Jake McKee. But then you called up Gonsolin, who is probably better than Mike Clevenger right now. Called up Gavin Lux, like you I would mentioned.
0: argue that Josiah Gray is better than Mike Clevenger right now.
1: And yeah, JoJo Gray is one like elite breaking pitch, secondary pitch away from being in the rotation. But he can absolutely be a uh, fifth starter, swingman type right now. No doubt that that kid's got the stuff to make it happen. So, no moves for LA was the right call for me. As you get another shout out for your haircut from Swag Daddy
0: McGee. Hell yeah. On Twitch. Thank so. you. In your face,
1: sucker. What's we the right lo- call? We
0: love we love fluffing me up. <laughs> <clears throat> Juice Lee back
1: two timer because I uh, promoted him earlier and uh, shout out to Juice Lee on the internet thinks Merrifield would have been a, uh, wouldn't have been a bad pickup, but I don't know Lux is probably better to me. I would personally I I have no problem just plugging in CT three at second base and just leaving him there and you know Kike can just go away,
0: put him on a boat, <laughs> ship him off to hey don't you Australia. don't you use
1: boats for bad. Boats no, are fun. You like
0: boats, yeah. Yeah, I was on a WAP. Uh um, ass pontoon. <laughs> personally, I, I like Merrifield. I think he's a good guy, a uh, good player. I uh, would like to right. have him, but it sounds like Kansas City just really wants to hold on to that guy no matter what they're doing. They want him to go down with the ship, so mm-hmm. that's on them. Uh, Bruce over on YouTube jumping in says, hi, Dodgers from Portland, Oregon. What's good? How are you doing, Bruce? What's good, Bruce? Thanks for hanging What's out. What's good? I'm doing my, uh, doing my Rich Eisen it's good, yeah. yeah. I Every once it. in a
1: while, like mixing in my rich, rich Eisen.
0: Brandon, you know, Brandon, Brandon doesn't like us making fun of Kike And then,
1: <laughs> leave the banana alone. <laughs>
0: That is a that is a quality comment. I I I will admit that I've I have gone in. Uh, I don't usually go in on players very often. That's not really my brand. I yeah. don't really like to do that. But because you're a I've, coward, I get it. Yeah. No, I like to go on the Padres. It's just easier and more yeah, fun. Yeah. Uh, but I've more. I've given Kike a little bit of a hard time over the past two weeks, and uh, I think it's justified. Good album. Yeah. Love you, JT. Shout out Justin Timberlake.
1: <sighs> what about you? So we had my take. We've right. probably already had your take enough on the same subject but but whatever it's later we've been drinking a little bit more was it the right move, Did not move. to not
0: moves to not moves to not moves the the problem wasn't that to uh, to add the problem for <clears throat> me was not that they didn't land a big name you know i, I didn't want Clevenger... I didn't want really Lance Lynn. I would have taken him if they had, you know, paid the right price for him. I obviously would not the have minded that. Price. Exactly. Uh KK. there's not much more on the people people kept talking about JD Martinez and I don't know why. I think just because versus left-handed pitching. Nah, we'll, we'll figure that crap out. Uh it wasn't so much that we didn't land a big name as much as it was we did not trade from the depth that we need to trade from there's a couple guys that are waiting in the minor leagues that just are just blocked by, Mm -hmm. by role players. And those role players, a lot of them are about a year away or a year. They are in their final year or a year away from being in their final year. Mm -hmm. I think about guys like Kike. I think Kike can really be good for another team. I think there are teams that could use him a lot. I think the blue Jays are one of those teams that could have used him. Obviously they, they picked up (laughs) another utility player. I Mm -hmm. forget who, but KK could have been a guy to go with them. Uh, Man, and Jock Peterson 100% would have been traded had he not destroyed, nuked his trade value over yeah. the over this season. 100% would have been gone, but he he has taken away any possibility of getting a good prospect in return for him, or even, let's be honest, money at this point. He I, I don't know what yeah. happened. He's having a rough year. He'll figure it out. It'll be okay. But it wasn't... It wasn't that we didn't land a big piece. For me, it was we didn't really get rid of some of the guys, at least one of them. I mean, obviously, we got rid of Ross. Uh, I really thought yeah. that we would try to move Kike. Maybe they did try to move Kike. We but, knew
1: coming into the season there were surplus players like right. Ross, like Jock. They already were traded but weren't traded. They were untraded because Art Moreno's a little little bitch. Yeah. <laughs> um, I know this is going to be really weird coming from me, especially the people that have known me doing this thing for as long as I've been doing it, or any podcast, even old-school Happy Fun Time Sports Day, where I was originally blocked by Kike. Uh-huh. I don't mind Kike on this team for the rest of the stretch run. I would maybe prefer to have McKinstry, just because you you, you maybe, I don't know if you want a little more balance. you got enough lefties, I guess, off the bench with, with Mad Baby and Eddie coming back and even Jock at some point. But to be able to plug him in, we know what Kike somehow can do in the postseason. He always right. finds a way he to have a, a big series. Yeah. Um. So does Jock. So I mean, Jock. Jock yeah. Imagine Jock all of a sudden if Kike is hitting and if he's not, you know, if he stops hitting, one seventy or whatever it is since opening since his opening day four for five because it's not a slump, it's a bad season.
0: It's not a slump. <laughs>
1: what is he? He's almost at two hundred now, huh? Kike is almost at the Mendoza line after being at 800. I think Jock is also day.
0: exactly at 200. By the way, yeah. So it's 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 a rough go for those two guys. and they absolutely really mm-hmm. screwed over the trade value of them, and that's probably part of it. Yeah. Maybe that's the reason why you know they they're not, they are where they're at. You look at Kike, and he does provide certain defensive value for you. Does provide that flex for you, that mm-hmm. ability to move people around to shift the lineups around. Obviously, Dave Roberts loves that sort of thing. You understand why they'd hold on to that type of guy. But also, please stop starting him. Please. Stop He's got to be him. able to
1: get out of his season-long slump, though.
0: Yeah, I know. Their solution to that is give more at-bats. But we're in the middle of a 60-game season in yeah. which you can't really afford slumps. At the same
1: time, they have the best record in baseball, run differential is through the roof, all that kind of stuff. You can kind of play around with second base. And, and now, in the same way it was in original spring training with CT, with Kiki, and with Luxie, now it's... Look, you guys are battling to start in the postseason. And you got 24 games. you got the month of September, 24 games left, I believe it is, to earn your spot. I mean, let's it's say. Fun. That's fun to be able to kind of do let's that. Let's
0: say you have to give somebody at-bats to figure things out. I'm not giving Kike at-bats to figure things out. I'm giving I, Gavin at-bats to figure things out.
1: I would rather maybe have Gavin. I would maybe even rather give um,
0: Beatty some ABs. Dude just I mean he, I mean Beatty can rake. We know what Maddie can do. I mean when he's getting his chances to hit, he's hitting, he's stroking the ball, so mm-hmm. I don't know, man. There's a lot of good role players on this team that are either A not don't have their swing or B aren't getting their at bats to find their swing, so it's kind of a tough spot right now. I don't
1: know where they kind of gave up on the Beatty at third base thing. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I don't know. That, that was must a, have been a thing that they, during practice, they were like, yeah, you're not playing third base. <laughs> hey, he,
1: he played it at, at uh, was it Beaumont? He he was their starting 3B there, I guess, or whatever. But he didn't look god awful in spring training one. Then they just kind of abandoned it and started giving the reps to, to Eddie. And then now Muncy's over there and he's not doing terrible, but uh, Max is not the guy. And we got on here Gary pointing out that Max is, what, batting 202. Even though he's on the upswing, he's not doing all that good. So, Giving it bats to Jock and Muncie and Kike, it's like at some point, you know. I guess they're kind of getting their hides saved by Barnes not being an automatic out anymore.
0: A little bit, yeah. I mean, you <laughs> you look at it, and you're, if you're saying the number, I mean, uh, before it was the the seven eight hitters, now it's the eight nine hitters with the new <laughs> DH. But you were looking at it, and you saw Kike and Barnes lined up, and you were like. All right, well, I guess that's two automatic outs to end the inning, so yeah. that's that's a real killer right there. But now that Barnes has found it a little bit, now that Will Smith's getting uh, more mm-hmm. reps in and hitting the ball pretty hard <clears throat> and finding gaps finally, you look at that and you're like, well, now there's only one real weak spot in the lineup, and that's one you can afford to work with. As long as there's yeah. the defense to go along with it, the plus side defense, then it works out, and that's what they're doing right now. So, I mean, I don't hate it. I don't hate the f- I don't hate the fact that we have to give guys at bats to figure things out. It's just unfortunate yeah. that it's all at one position. <laughs> that's that's the yeah. tough part, right? Can now. we get a second DH? So why not? No. no that's Damn. against the rules, Barry.
1: Coward, you're just you're just being a big old hater.
0: Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I don't remember where I saw it in the comments. Somebody had just said it, but the, the exact thing the exact thing that I said. Oh yeah, Fredo over on YouTube said not enough games this season to work out the issues. Yeah. And there's not <laughs> there's you know if you're looking at a 60 game season in a normal season, that's just a tear over two months, not that much over two months. It's not a lot of time to figure things out because we've had guys start the season pretty bad and then catch fire the rest of the year and end up pretty good. And we don't have that luxury this year. Mm-hmm. And that's something that we had not considered until now. So thank you.
1: And we're learning Eric. Yes, is you. Our friend, Eric. Senior manager or whatever the hell he's supposed to be these days. I forget president president of video at Dodgers. Eric says, you guys are smart, like a baseball smarty. And then he fixed it and said, smart. Thank you, Eric. We appreciate the love. You are video smart uh, and baseball and et cetera. Um, all of us smart. We'll catch up again on Instagram. Oh, no reason. He doesn't know what it is. No reason. Never heard of her. Any more comments Cause before we get to the, the next and final segment because we are approaching uh, an hour mark, but also we are approaching the playoff mark for the season, and we got to talk about them, that playoff bubble. No. No no more no more comments? We got Gary in the stream and said, I used to be on this show. <laughs> Hi,
0: Gary. <laughs> Pepperidge5 <five> remembers.
1: <laughs> no, I meant the Smarty also oh, from Eric. Cheers, Thank you, from Eric. Um, person. I don't know. I was going to drink at the same time. <clears> throat> my throat's getting very dry start us off jim beam hot shot
0: of the week bubble the trouble beam. there it is there it Hello. is i got the white one so it pops better yeah that's good that's it. that's a good boat uh here's the thing guys we just got off a series with texas first of all did you watch any of the games by the way did you get to see any any of them yes okay. a little bit first of all before we fully jump into this what was your opinion of the camera angle during the series? I kind of dig it. I like the center like it? the straight away. Did you like how it's kind of the, the tilt? It's it is a little bit of a downward tilt.
1: I didn't I didn't notice enough because we're watching on a very small laptop. Okay. But
0: watch it on a full screen and watch watch a highlight. Go back okay. and watch a highlight, see what you think of it. The strike zone's very BRB. hard to read from that angle. Um that might be where we end up playing the World Series. Mm-hmm. That also might be where we end up playing a lot of the National League playoffs. The Major League Baseball is talking about the bubble plan. It's worked with the NHL. It's worked very well with the NBA, obviously. Mm-hmm. AL might play somewhere, SoCal. Uh, NL might play in Texas.
1: I don't know how they came up with that. You know, it's almost <laughs> like, it's almost like uh, at a leadership level, Rob Manfred – just fundamentally doesn't get it. Is you he you remember that time yeah. that Brody, Brody yeah, van Mike was like yeah. like talking mad cock and then he's like no, it's totally not I'm saying that my boss is a dumbass. Yeah so bad it's really good And I mean, both that's the, the wilpons release statements that are
0: like different oh the mets you're so bad i really like the hot Back mics this season the hot mic season really mics. playing up also did you catch uh joe davis on the hot mic the other day i did not he was just saying hello to people <laughs> he's such a pure man <laughs> you're so just... hi <laughs> that's the hot mic uh so you look at that you think about the possibility of the Dodgers playing at that ballpark. Uh, pfft, I, I'm interested to know your guys' opinion of it. First of all, the camera, the camera angle—that's a big thing for me. I definitely complained about it all weekend, and I mm-hmm. will—I uh, will hold to that. I want to know what you guys think about it, but so also the fact that the stadium is freaking huge, and it's for a <clears> team <throat> for a team like the Dodgers who rely heavily on the home run, and they do—they yes. rely pretty heavily on the home run. You see the record that they broke this mm-hmm. month. That doesn't play up particularly well. Dodger Stadium, little more of a, or definitely more of a hitter's park than than the Rangers Stadium is for sure. But you got to wonder, number one, when are they going to move those damn fences in 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 Texas? Because you, it's isn't it weird to you that they have the biggest home run hitter in baseball and then they move the fences back? Yeah, like, you're not really playing to your strengths there, Texas. It seems uh, the very least they could have done is move right field in for him for Joey Gallo to hit it Yeah, the hell for out real. <clears throat> but I mean, you look at that and you think, I think Dave Roberts, the way he put it, was it's not a disadvantage for us because it's not like we're playing on somebody else's turf. Like it's not like we're playing on you know, let's say they go into a series with the Padres. He's like the mm-hmm. Padres also have to play there too, and they've they're not playing in their home ballpark. They're playing on a- yeah. So in a sense. Yes, but also for a team that relies heavily on home runs, I think it doesn't help them all that much.
1: I think it's all of it's kind of dumb. I think the bubble is the right call. Uh, there should be a bubble, but they're doing it backwards. They're doing it wrong. When you have uh, beautiful, sunny Southern California, uh, it would be perfect to be playing baseball at any given time mm-hmm. in the month of October, Right. my birth month. Uh, Muncie Good job pointed by it out, form. by the way. <laughs> I know I, I, had, I played a big role in it. Yep. Uh, Muncie pointed out they know the players noticed how big the park was. Uh, he says it's almost a little bit of a joke how big it is. My first take on it when that was sort of leaked or announced or whatever the hell how you want to say it when it got out to through the media that the National League teams would be playing there or the Hale Park or where it potentially would be the World Series team uh, games being played there in a bubble system. It's like, how how much do you want to screw the Dodgers over? They just did this $100 million renovation to Dodger Stadium. Right. We can't go there. The All-Star game was taken away. We can't even get it next year because the Braves already had one. So they can do their stupid racist chant in the 2021 All-Star game because they won't be canceled about that in time to get rid of it by then. Uh, Eric Libra. Um, it's... How are you going to continue screwing the Dodgers so badly on this? I
0: figured it out, though.
1: Oh, I'm interested in this take. I'll have a drink.
0: So you look at the AL SoCal teams, of which there are one, correct? Mm-hmm. There's one AL SoCal team. They are mm-hmm. not making the playoffs. No. You look at the NL SoCal teams, yes. they are both making the playoffs, Yes, correct? It's not really fair to the rest of the league that they don't get to play in their home ballpark, but your two NL home teams do, Mm -hmm. possibly. Unless Mm -hmm. you like – I guess you could just switch the Dodgers and the Padres and make them play at opposite ballparks, couldn't you? Because it's not fair. I mean, if you look at it, if you're making everybody else come to the other ballparks, it's not really fair. But if you're looking at it and saying like, hey – the uh the who's who's McCallits? The, the uh NL is going to have to play in an AL ballpark where they mm-hmm. don't get to play, and the NL AL is gonna to have to go to NL ballparks where they haven't really got to play that much. It makes it more fair, balances out. I'm just pissed that the Dodgers have to end up playing in Texas of all places. It is just yeah. the ultimate slight to be like, hey, in the season following the year that we found out that the Astros cheated you out of a 2017 World Series (laughs) and in a season where Joe Kelly got suspended for throwing at said Astros, you're going to go play at the Astros stadium. (laughs) That is just like the ultimate gut punch to a team that's already absorbed so much from Robert Friggin' Manfred.
1: (sighs) Oh, Don't get me going on that man again. Yeah, (sighs) it's, yeah, it's just, it's again, I, I, the, the bubble is the right call. The way they're setting it up could be better. Needs to be more well thought
0: out. It's Whatever. Ultimately, I just kind of hate everything.
1: At least we know they could win there in the uh, in the Lowe's Warehouse Ballpark or whatever it is, because you know it looks like it's <laughs> it's a warehouse.
0: The, uh, what's the shed company called?
1: Tough Shed. Tough Shed. Not hashtag, not a sponsor, but we'll take it. I don't know where we're gonna put a shed in here. I still got more Jim Beam stuff I this, gotta put up. Thank you, Thank you, Jim Beam. Thank you, Jim Beam. There you go. I pushed. It. I guess we're done with the Jim Beam hot take here. Uh, Fredo says, "Imagine celebrating that World Series trophy in Minute Maid Park. I wouldn't hate that. I would. Uh, I'd take a World Series trophy I anywhere.
0: I do hate that freaking ballpark, though. Yeah, such a terrible ballpark.
1: I, I, uh, I mean Dodger Stadium is so readily available. Just let it happen.
0: I mean, they don't read too much in Texas, so like I get it. <laughs> I get why they couldn't build a good ballpark. Either of them. That's my opinion.
1: Very, we're very proud That's of all you. I have to say about that."
0: Uh, final note before we do
1: bail. I wanted to talk about it last week, but uh, we didn't because we ran so long. But uh, it's still going to be I've probably. I've
0: long in my life.
1: <laughs> it's probably going to still be a, a point of topic. Uh, what is it? Italy or something like that? Where, uh France. France. Former Dodger hater and owner Frank McCourt is destroying yet another sports franchise. You're the guy who knows the most about it. But, uh, yeah, they got that full frank McCourt experience over there in france
0: oh it was fantastic here's the thing we <laughs> yes. dodger nation in particular got about a thousand messages from french fans just a thousand DMs, dms from french fans up. demanding that not not demanding i shouldn't say demanding asking that we we point out the injustice of frank McCourt ruining yet another sports franchise yeah and the parallels are just i mean i mean it's Chef's Chef's kiss. It's exactly what he was doing to the Dodgers. He just went to another team in Europe, and now he's doing it to them. So basically yeah. the gist of it is he's overcharging for a bunch of things like parking does that sound familiar he's overcharging for things like tickets does that sound familiar he's overcharging for things like concessions does that sound familiar at the same time he's also bought a team that he doesn't have the money to buy does that sound familiar he's also not paying for big names to come to the team and not paying to keep (laughs) the good names on the team does that sound familiar my goodness it is just he literally is now running the french dodgers (laughs) into the ground he sold the dodgers for what 2 million in 2012 2 billion but yeah billion. Oh, that's you, close you know the lyrics <laughs> it's like he sold them for 1 Pierre's contract that doesn't sound right <laughs> <laughs> two bits that is 1 quarter how
1: how did he have no money i understand he had to give uh you know what's her name Jamie McCord all that money for her haircuts and right. her you know her little driver lover boy and all that but how do you not have money to make a team better you know if you, if you take care of the team it can make you money.
0: Allegedly. Crazy investment. I mean, that's what Billy Bean said. I don't know. <laughs> uh, it's interesting because so many fans were so angry about it that so they literally started an entire social media campaign to get him kicked out of the league and not being able to own a team. Sound familiar? <laughs> what was the What's the name of the team again? Uh, Olympique de Marseille. <laughs> well, well done. We're very
1: proud of you for the way uh, the way you said that. But Thank you. It,
0: I don't know if it's a good soccer team, to be honest with you. I, I don't, I don't,
1: well, we I don't know they're them. not, but well, they're not now. <laughs> it sucks that Frank's doing it again, but um, you know, it's one of those things where it's like uh, it's nice that somebody else knows our pain. I guess. I,
0: yeah, Is this I, a misery loves company I, I, sort of thing? I don't want to force it on the good people of France, <laughs> but or uh, I. I don't know, man. Like it's a, it's a pretty crappy thing. I, I did really like the passion that they came to Dodgers Nation with, and yes. were bring. And th- by they the were way, so thankful that they were so thankful that it. we wrote something yeah. up. We have so many. I, I had DMs personally. We had mm-hmm. DMs to the account. So many people were like, thank you for bringing attention to this. Can you send this directly to Frank McCord? <laughs> like people, <laughs> people asking us, like, hey, can you make sure he sees this because yeah. we want to make sure he knows we hate him so. Apparently, also a guy who does not really take his fan base into question or into consideration, which uh, sound familiar. At least he's still getting them $400 haircuts, just like Brooke. Yeah, just like me. Big haircut guy over here.
1: (laughs) Big haircut. (laughs) So, I'm big haircut. Anyways, guys, we thank you for hanging out with us. Uh, um, Thank you for being sad with us about our fallen friend of now Buffalo Chicken Strips. It's a great name, by the way. Great new team name. One Buffalo day. chicken strips? When he when he makes a softball team. It's a softball team right there. Team, Buffalo yeah. chicken strips. Yeah, I'm down. We will honor you one day if we're ever allowed to play softball again, which we will not be. Probably not. Cheers. <sighs> Go vote guys. Anyways, thank you guys for hanging out with us. appreciate you appreciate our uh unofficial sponsor sponsor Jim Beam for sending us all these this fancy things cuz uh it just it like, you know, makes us tingly on the inside. Find us on the internet. There's a lot more Dodger stuff there because uh, there's a website. It's dodgersnation.com. It's, it, it all just it comes together really nicely. Subscribe to Blue Heaven. That's the show you're listening to. Next week we are going to start doing multiple uh, shows per week. But we uh, might need some help with that. We're going to figure some things out anyways. It's going to make it happen. We are on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Play, Stitcher Radio, Player FM, everywhere podcasts are available for free. We're also on YouTube, which is another free service. Subscribe there. Hit that notification bell. YouTube.com slash
0: TV. Guys, I am at BrookMay3 on Twitter. This guy is at RealFRG on Twitter. We are also on Instagram if you want to see our ugly mugs. We are at DodgerNation on Twitter, at OfficialsDodgerNation on Instagram. Thank you guys so much for hanging out with us. Thank you for all of your comments, your questions, your concerns, your anger, the Padres got Jason Castro, but they still last, though. We'll see you next week.
1: Damn, though!
0: No. Bye. Be warned that once you pick up a refreshingly cold drink from McDonald's and people see just how refreshingly cold that drink from McDonald's is,
1: you may create drink envy. Because there are
0: drinks then there are drinks
1: from McDonald's. For a morning brew that really creates a stir, get any size iced coffee, including caramel and French vanilla, for just 99 cents before 11 a.m. Price and participation may vary, cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.